This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the First Cut Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman. Today, we've got Rocket Mortgage storylines. We've got Rocket Rocket Mortgage props. We've got Rocket Mortgage matchups. And we've got Rocket Mortgage expert picks. And joining me, the experts, one of them, rocking his purple. Is that purple? It is purple, right? It's purple. It's, it's Greg purple. Ducharme. Hey, Greg. Nice uh, shirt. Wearing purple today. Uh, pretty excited about it. I just forgot my towel at the gym. <laughs> well, Kyle Porter has not forgotten his towel at the gym. He has got it draped over his shoulders. If you're watching on YouTube, which oh, one? I, for- I forgot this is on YouTube. <laughs> I, I kind of thought that was an intentional YouTube play. Full Bryson workout mode. That's what <laughs> now, you just got done a Bryson workout. Right? So what? It, here's what happens. What happens is I, I have this shed that I built and uh, the AC is right behind me. And if I turn it on, you wouldn't be able to hear me. And it's like 99 out right now. So 40 minutes in, I'm going to start sweating. Did you actually build it or like you had it built? Oh, no, I built it with my with these my wow. paws. Yeah. I'm very impressed. I couldn't build a stick house. I don't think. <laughs> the old stick house. The old stick house. <laughs> um, also, this got me thinking, if Bryson DeChambeau released a workout like video or workout subscription, like I would pay $99 a month for that. I think. Right. Like if I could be, be like Bryson, we could call it be like Bryson. Can, can someone get me in touch with him? Like, this is a great idea. Can we just do a dramatic reading of his press conference today? Oh, I think I have it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have some, I do have some clips we'll get to or some uh, quotes we'll get to, but it is dramatic reading would be nice. Yeah. He's insane. He's the gift that keeps on giving. Uh, all right. Well, let's talk about it. I mean, that's literally our first topic of conversation, so we can jump into this. Uh, what we're doing is storylines. So the things that we're looking out for this week, Greg, um, I'm not exactly sure what this means, so I'm very interested to find out. But your storyline is, is Bryson the new Sung Jay, which I'm assuming yeah. has to do with playing time. Yeah, he's playing every week, and he's yeah. playing great. And I'm looking at the schedule, and we got – Memorial um, following the workday event, which he's, he's won the Memorial. So he's won at Muirfield village before. And I'm thinking he, how is he going to take one of those two weeks off? So he's looking at six in a row. He's got this new body. He's, he's hammering down these protein shakes like crazy. He's weighing what two two fifty or something walking around miles and miles a day. And I'm just wondering, are we going to see Bryson win? And I'm sure you're going to talk about this, Rick. Are we going to see him win or are we going to see a decline from just from fatigue? I, I am really surprised that he's playing this week, considering Muirfield is the next two weeks afterwards. So I'm really looking forward to see if Bryson can continue to shoot 65 every time he plays or if we kind of see a, a bad a bad round, a bad tournament, which we, we haven't yet. How often do guys that don't have to 
play six weeks in a row? Because I, I, I kind of feel like this is the spot he should have taken off to play work day and then the Memorial, both at Muirfield Village. For a guy who loves data, you would think he's he would ra- want to play both of those. Like It's, it's very rare that you see six weeks in a row. Um, you, uh, Webb Simpson played a lot in a row last year towards the end of the year, but he took off a long layoff beforehand. I guess Bryson has too. So I, I concede that point as well. It, it happens, but it's very rare. And it's one of the biggest advantages when you win on the PGA tour for the very first time you win on tour for the first time, you get to choose your schedule. That means you get to take weeks off. You get to rest when you need to rest. You get to play courses that suit your game instead of ones that don't suit your game. And, uh, and Bryson is in that position. He's a player that doesn't, he's not fighting for his, his card. He's fighting to win majors, win a FedEx cup, uh, win more events on the PGA tour. So um, it is, it, it's definitely something that I'll be watching Bryson's uh, Bryson's fatigue throughout this week. Bryson, Bryson's fatigue. That sounds like a band. I know it's hard to imagine. Or <laughs> Works out three times a day. Uh, so my, my take on this is what, what, I mean, we, he, released like what he does at home and it doesn't look very exciting so why would you not just play every week (laughs) okay it's a fair point you know what might be powering him uh this is from the press conference today he is drinking (laughs) seven or gain is that i don't even know how to pronounce that or gain is that a brand or like a a was that what's in it like i don't even know what that is uh seven protein shakes every single day and the quote luckily I like the taste of those shakes, so I can consume them pretty easily. He's got to be their new spokesperson. So I'm, I, I'm right. Looking, I mean, yeah, I'm looking up what the, they've got different flavors. They've got four different flavors here. So we've got okay. so that's a brand. We got creamy chocolate fudge. We got sweet vanilla <laughs> bean. We have iced coffee mocha, ice cafe mocha, and strawberries and cream. All of those sound hor- like I just want to die. Like I would not make it through a round of golf after drinking oh. one. It reminds me of the Anchorman quote of milk was a bad choice. Yeah. Like, hey, Caddy, could you toss me the strawberries and cream shake <laughs> in the middle of my round? What is that? I, I kid you not. These a are a little warm from the- <laughs> these are available at Target and they're in the same aisle as Insure. So like that's what we're dealing with at the moment. This guy's out of his mind. This is great, though. Yeah. It, it, see, that's the thing about my storyline is it's just continuing this Bryson show, right? We're watching the show. We get it week after week after week. So I am wondering, is he going to wear out or is he not? And I'm also just I can't wait to see what he does. Did you like did you like the flex where he said uh, uh, regarding Donald Ross? I think there's a lot of bunkers that are around 290. So hopefully yeah. I'll be able to clear those and take those out of play. And then he followed that up by saying, so sorry, Mr. Ross, but you know, it is what it is. <laughs> that that's the, okay. Here's my thing with this. Like I got, I got some feedback from people that think that, that I or other people on Twitter are like fat shaming Bryson. That that's not it. I, 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 I land more on the side of like, I mean, the weight gain is, I, I think it's actually like smart. Like I, I'm not trying, I don't, that, that hasn't yeah. been like my position. But the the flip side is like, and I mentioned this two weeks ago, he might be like a psycho. Like this is the working <laughs> of like, I mean, Ryan Lavner had the great quote from a college coach when, when Bryson was in college about like, he's that guy in 10 years, either going to be the number one player in the world or in a straitjacket. 
And, and you're like, yeah, that actually makes sense. And I just don't know, like, I mean, to, to talking about what Greg was saying earlier, like, it kind of makes sense that somebody like this would pull, like, I'm surprised he's not playing two tournaments this week with, with how crazy all this stuff is. I, I just, I don't know. I, I don't know where this goes or if he, I, I just don't, I don't even know what to do with all of it. I do actually like that take where I think about this a lot with like billionaires, like Elon Musk, like you have to be pretty crazy to be like, Oh yeah, we're just going to like send somebody to Mars or like, we're going to send somebody like only like you have to be a little bit nuts to even think that some of this stuff is possible. And in Bryson's case, like you have to be a little bit nuts to conceive this and then commit to it and be cool. Like it's, it is, there's a lot, there's a big mental side to this as well. You got to dare, you got to dare to dream. Bryson does for sure. But at every level he's, he has succeeded. I've made this point a, a number of times on here. It's just, he, he tries something that's crazy. We all call it crazy and it works and he succeeds. So, I mean, yes, he's definitely, uh, you know, out there with some of these thoughts because they're different, but they continue to work. So I, I give him a ton of credit. There's no shaming for me and Bryson. It's just, it's fun to watch. It's fun to story. It's so unique. It's, I mean, it, it's just, it's crazy to watch. It's a great story. So I'm, I'm more impressed than anything else. It's definitely like you were saying, Kyle, there's no, there's no shaming here. I also think the commitment to it is like, we're sort of underplaying that. Like if I told you like, okay, you have to gain 30% of your body weight or whatever to become like 2% better at your job. Would you do it? No, you wouldn't do it because, (laughs) because you, you have, you, you have an ego, you have, I mean, what, you know, whatever the, I, I I can't think of the right word right now, but nobody would do that because they want to just like, what be, I I don't know. It's just a crazy thing to do. And he's doing it. (laughs) Well, Well, that's what, that's what we were saying about like Rick said, he should, he should have a video online, like a Bryson workout video. I don't think that people could do it. Right. I mean, you, you're going to work out three times a day or whatever, whatever he's doing in, in season. I know in the off season, it was, it was three times a day. You're going to drink seven protein shakes a day. I mean, I don't care what you charge for it. You give it away for free. How many people can do that? Well, if you get coupons for the strawberries and cream, I might do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Partnership. Uh, what would 2% better of your, of like our jobs be? Does it, does that inc- like improve my touch typing skills? Like more words per minute? Like, what does that look like? Well, maybe you pick 2% more uh, winners. Now we're talking. Yeah. See, but <laughs> I think that's actually a good point because the margins are so thin Yeah. in what, in what you're doing there. And the margins for Bryson are so thin between being like number seven and number four in the world that he's, he's committing like all this energy and all this time and all this effort and just this image to become like, I mean, 2% is probably overstating it, like a half a percent better, but then all of a sudden you might be like the number two or number three guy in the world. Yeah. That's actually a good point. We talk a lot about how razor thin it is from like guys who are 100, you know, even, even 50 to 200 are like the same guy. Um, Big storyline from last week was Will Gordon. Kyle, that is also what you're looking forward to this week. And now it's a sprint for him. So I'm also interested to see how this goes for, uh, for Willie Gordon. Yeah. This reminds me, we, we see that we saw it a bunch last year, which was kind of abnormal, but it does remind me, we'll see it pop up uh, every year, maybe every two years where you've got a young guy that's kind of, riding this wave of really good play and you know I I I don't know I struggled with this because last week is so 
to get into contention like that, to play with Phil on a Saturday, like when you're in the final group, that's crazy. And that can be kind of emotionally draining, but I, I just, I don't know. I watched him on Sunday. He just seemed kind of like, yeah, whatever. Like I shot 64 and finished T3. I'm, I've got my temporary membership. Like I'm, you know, on to the next one. I, I don't think that he'll be drained by that. I think, I think we're just seeing somebody talk about somebody who does have to play every week. I guess he doesn't now, but he's just trying to get every possible start he can. And I think he's, I think, I, I think he's just on a heater. Like, I think this is the middle of something that's going to be pretty special. Maybe, but maybe he's just good. Like four of his last five starts on yeah. tour are, are like 21st or better. And one was at Tory, which is obviously tough field, tough track. Um, one was RSM. There was one after Tory Pines. I can't remember what it is off the top of my head, but like he might just be good. Yeah. He was the 2019 player of the year in the SEC, right? I mean, that's big time golf down at Vanderbilt. I mean, that that's last year. The guy's an elite college player who has proven that he can do it out on the PGA tour. So I I'm kind of with you, Rick, we haven't heard his name. He hasn't gotten the attention that, um, you know, Hovland and Wolf and Morikawa and those other college players have got, but I, I think you're right. I think he just, I think he is good. <laughs> he just might. I think good. him and <laughs> I think him and Morikawa are both what the, uh, I think they're in the same class, right? Like I think they're both class of 15 in high school. I'm they're, pretty sure they're, they're comparable at, at the very least. I'm pretty Would sure they're Cal go what three years at Cal. I think he went all four. I thought he did too. That's why I was trying to figure out if he would have been class of 19. Oh, so Morikawa, he was class of 19. That's yeah. what you forget. He was caught. You're right. They are same class. Yeah. yeah. So man, maybe... it, they, they, he has so much experience. Morikawa, you feel, you forget that he was a college kid last year. Yeah, totally. That's wild. That, hey, did uh, you did you guys know that he he uh, he had never missed a cut as a pro? Are you sure. <laughs> Can we, do you have a source for that? <laughs> like every article and thing ever. We brought that up on the pod. I was like, let's just get this out of the way. And he like, I swear he rolled his eyes. I was like, oh, I've heard, I've heard that that I've had this cut streak going. And that was when it was at like I don't know fourteen or something. Yeah, uh, that's great. Um, my big thing. Uh, speaking of fat shaming, I accidentally typed Hovland as Hovlard into our group chat and <laughs> producer Jacob said I shouldn't be fat shaming him. Uh, but here we are. So my big thing for this week is obviously with Victor Hovland uh, seemingly on the verge and getting into a very, I don't say weak field, but the weakest field we've seen since the restart. It all comes back to the Puerto Rico Open curse and whether Victor Hovland is going to break it, whether Tony Finau will eventually break it, or whether no one, Greg, whether the, the Puerto Rico Open curse will be unbeatable. Now, we put this out on Twitter. 55% uh, of the First Cut podcast followers say Victor Hovland will break it. 17% say Tony Finau will be the first to break it. 26 say it's unbreakable. And then um, we triggered a couple of uh, Chesson Hadley and D.A. <laughs> but by excluding them from from the poll so uh one i'm definitely a chess and hadley fan um, yeah you're one of them <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a big fan he's awesome he's what the pga tour needs he's got some personality i mean i, I he's got to start playing a little bit better for sure but he, he is a good player um and and he's a cool guy he's a great he's a great guy but anyway on the puerto rico open thing I'm surprised that 26% say unbreakable. I mean, you got Tony Finau and Victor Hovland. These are top players who have won. I, I have to imagine one of those two guys is going to break the curse. But the more events pass, we curse it. It, it carries I mean, more weight. 
Hovland's going to get like 400 cracks at this. <laughs> like he's got to do it. Like I know, but insane. there's a point in time where all of a sudden, like if you're, if you're like Sergio Garcia, right. And you have this major championship monkey on your back, it weighs on you. It weighs on you. The pressure builds and builds and builds. And Sergio basically has to take a year off and play soccer. And then when he comes back, he's able to, win a green jacket so there's like there the the longer it goes the longer the streak lives just like colin morikawa faces the more pressure builds and so if you're if you're you know i don't know how much traction it'll get in the media we'll continue to talk about it because it's fun to talk about but it's uh it's it's very interesting and if it's not the curse it's just the well why hasn't he won yet where where's this next win going to come from he's so good why hasn't he won tony fina's starting to get a little bit of that so I don't know. I mean, there's a guy on Twitter who wrote a song about Tony Fina. When will Tony Fina win again? Uh, Wait, I, I can't what? think of the guy's name. Is it the guy who does Arnie's Army and um, everything else on PGA no. Tour Radio? Oh. No. This is a piano song. It's it's hysterical. Honestly, I, I got to try to find it. I can't think of the well, guy's now name. Now you have to. Now yeah. we got to hear it. Yeah. Oh, Let me I think do I remember this. Here. Yeah. I think I remember this. Okay. It, so it's, uh, it's a great piano. Here, Here's... <laughs> I love Greg on just going deep on Twitter music. Let's get a piano piano review from Greg. So uh, producer Jacob just posted it in our chat, by the way. Um, Okay. So I think what's interesting is you look at the runners up at the Puerto Rico open. The list is crazy, right? So going back to 08, you got, and these, I won't say the year. I'll just read everybody's name. Jerry Kelly, Bo Van Pelt, Jason Day, Brett Quigley, Chris Blanks, Troy Madison, Rio Ishikawa, shout out, uh, Jordan Spieth, Fabian Gomez, Danny Lee, uh, Sam Saunders, Tim Petrovic, John Curran, Emiliano Grillo, Steve Marino, Retief Goosen, Bryson, Johnson Wagner, Daniel Berger, Aaron Baddeley, Roger Sloan, Josh Teeter. So you got Berger, you got uh, three-time winner, uh, you got Spieth, 11-time winner, you got Jason Dave, 13-time winner, 12-time winner, whatever he is. So you've got all these guys that are like, I, I mean, Retief Goosen won what two majors, three majors, thirty-four wins or something. And it's crazy that like they all finish runner-up, but then nobody, you know, the Martin Trainers and the Derek Lameleys of the world. Who is Derek Lamely? He won no the two thousand ten Puerto Rico Open, presented by it. Benco Popular. That company's out of business now. I think. I don't. Know Maybe it's it Benco Popular. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I like the first one. <laughs> uh, the, here, here's what we'll, here's the the best way to end this Puerto Rico Open thing is that I've been talking about this for like three weeks, and I've been saying every single time the only guy to ever win again was Michael Thompson when he won the Puerto Rico Open again. It wasn't even Michael Thompson; it was Michael Bradley. I've been saying the wrong name for like three weeks, and no one corrected me because no one noticed or cared. Wasn't Michael Bradley on the like? 2012, <laughs> the U.S. Uh, World Cup team. Uh, I can click his wiki. <laughs> not that, not not that Michael Bradley. Not that Mike. I don't know. No, maybe Michael Bradley. Oh, do you know where Michael Bradley went to college? Oklahoma State. No. Yeah. Did he? Yeah. Michael Bradley, wow. the golfer, went to oh, Oklahoma he's, State. He's 53. No. Oh, yeah. He won the Puerto Rico Open in like twice in 2011. Wow. See, this is why you go down a Puerto Rico Open rabbit hole because <laughs> it all works out. Um, real quick, before we take a break, you know what we did not even talk about? 
there is a Wednesday match. There is a Wednesday match that is Bubba and who is it? Bubba and HV3 yeah. versus Day and Wesley Bryan, right? Mm-hmm. Nine yeah. holes. That'll be kind of interesting, right? We didn't even talk about it. We didn't talk about it. Nine hole match. <laughs> it just it goes to these things without Tiger playing, without Phil playing, they don't garner they don't garner the traction. So it, I think it's cool though. I I do think if you could kind of have a little matches like this uh, in the in the lead up to the event, I think it could definitely grow traction on tour. You kind of take the theory of the match with Tiger, or Phil, um, and the quarterbacks. If you could do something like that, it'd be a great way to get the Tony Romo's involved, like we, like like many of the tournaments seem to want to, and you know have a little bit of fun leading into the event. It could definitely be a way to draw traction. You know what else would draw some traction, Greg? If we started giving away $1,000 without even having to risk any of your own money, wouldn't that gain some traction, my friend? I'd say. Sign I, me up. You know what? Okay, you can get signed up. You can go to cbssports.com slash golf props. That's cbssports.com slash golf props because we've got our very own golf props game available. The link is in the description. You can check it out there as well. 10 questions every single round of the tournament. If you get the most correct, we send you a thousand bucks right out of Greg Ducharme's bank account. Hey, (laughs) (laughs) wouldn't that be great if it's like our money was on the line? Um, So four opportunities every single week. Terms and conditions apply. It does not come from Greg's bank account, but I've got a prop here for you, gentlemen. This is hot off the presses. This is like just came out, probably not even loaded into the system yet. What score will Victor Hovland shoot in round one? Options, Kyle. Over 68.5. Under 68.5. Remember, Detroit Golf Club, traditional par 72 with four par fives. How do we feel about Victor Hovland? Uh, I like under. He, I mean, you know, I, I ran the numbers the other day. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but I can use a spreadsheet. I got a text from... Uh, Justin Ray, he's like, wow, you actually hopped on a spreadsheet. I'm like, okay, well, you don't need to say it like that. Uh, If you look at just strokes gained off the tee and strokes gained approach, Victor Hovland's number five on the tour this year if you add up those two numbers. So it's like, we call that strokes gained ball striking. Okay. But that's not like a PGA Tour stat, right? No, that is a deep cut. That's a a first cut. Oh, a first deep deep cut, first cut. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, so anyway, he's number five. Terrell, I think the guys ahead of him are like Terrell Hatton, uh, Paul Casey, Bryson, and Rory. So that's really good company if you're trying to figure out. Like, I mean, if you run through the top ten list, it's sick. It's it's Patrick Cantlay, it's Hideki, it's the best guys on tour, and this is the company that Hovland's keeping, even if his um his his results maybe haven't 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 like you haven't seen it necessarily in his results because his putter hadn't been very good. So all that to say, I like under 68 and a half for Victor Hovland because I think he's going to have an awesome week and I think he's going to be under 68 and a half, if not every round then close to it. Yeah, I I feel similarly that those ball striking numbers um, are so good and so predictive. The other side of it, when you add uh, around the green and putting, we call that strokes gain short game which is a little hard to say. It's a mouthful. Uh, Greg, over 68 and a half, under 68 and a half, Victor Hovland round one. I'm going to go under as well. I've, yes. For many of the reasons Kyle just said, the guy's so consistent tee to green. You alluded to it, Rick. It's very predictable. Uh, it's very consistent. And I think he's going to have a great chance. Chip away. I mean, you talk about 
that he's got to shoot four under to, to, to do that. And I, I think the kid can definitely do that. Handling the par fives, you know, making a couple of putts. You don't have to even putt crazy, like crazy to, to make that happen. So I don't think it's a, it's a walk away because it's one round, one, one score that you got to shoot, but I think he can shoot 68 or better. All right. On the other side, we've got matchups. We're going to go through our weekly matchups. We are also going to provide our expert picks and our best bets for the Rocket Mortgage Classic. And we'll do that right after these words. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. And we're back. All right, gentlemen, uh, we are now in week four ish four i think of this where we all pick heads i don't know who won last week did we ever get the results of that producer jacob i'll i'll check the chat uh but mark won week one i think kyle you won week two uh we'll wait on week three but here we go week four uh we're gonna go through each one of these and pick a side greg first one here bryson dechambeau big favorite massive favorite minus 175 against webb simpson plus 138 which side would you like sir Uh, i'm gonna take webb I think he's too good to give up those kind of odds. Bryson's playing great, very consistent, but so is Webb. And he had to take a week off last week. I'm not sure what exactly happened um, while he was home. I hope he, he and everybody else is healthy, which it sounds like they are. So I'm going to go with Webb. I just think it, I, the odds are, are you know, too good not to take the underdog here. I... If you gave me Webb one plus one thirty eight against almost anybody on tour, I'd probably take it, but not here. I don't know. I'm afraid Bryson's just going to de- dis- dim- dismantle the par fives and just destroy this course. Kyle, I'm worried about the uh, the creamy chocolate fudge that he, <laughs> that he that he might he might overdose on uh, creamy. Cho- I'm reading reviews on this nutritional shake. Uh, How is this? It? Is I. <laughs> I might be the only person that's ever read one of these reviews other than the people who left it. Do you think Bryson's left a review on the Orgain website? Do you think Bryson leave, leaves review? I bet you like he's probably most likely to leave a Yelp review. For sure. Bryson. Way up there. <laughs> top top three. Definitely. Bryson, Webb, and I bet you Kucher leaves bad Yelp reviews. Mm. Wow, a shot across the bow. <laughs> I mean, it's not like he's listening, right? Hi, Matt. <laughs> of course not. No, uh, yeah. sorry for sorry for that, Matt. <laughs> that, <laughs> do you think DJ's ever ever left a Yelp review? <laughs> DJ doesn't know what Yelp is, so no, I don't think he has. Uh, Patrick I'll, Reed, go ahead. Wait, I'll get uh, <laughs> Web. Better oh, number. Okay. I forgot we missed you. <laughs> um, Patrick Reed, minus 125 versus Hideki. Uh, Hideki, w- like, I know this is not a, a newsflash, but Hideki was so bad with the putter the last time we saw him. Like, even bad for him. I'll just go with Patrick Reed. Uh, Kyle. Well, this is tough because I'm picking Reed to win the event. Spoiler. <laughs> but I, I kind of like Hideki here. Is that called hedging? Uh, or, or is it called yeah. just being a moron? <laughs> no, we, as long as you say it's hedging, then you could. I say guess it. you could call it hedging. You're, uh, 
Definitely, you're you're guaranteed to get one wrong. We could say that. <laughs> I'll go. I'll go Hideki. <laughs> okay. Great. I'm a, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm going to go Hideki as well. And I think he's going to figure something out with the potty. And he had it figured out at the players. I mean, poor guy shoots nine under in one round, but he really, he had a new putter in his hand. The stroke looked a lot better. Uh, it hasn't translated coming out of the break, but I think he's going to get it back here one of these weeks. So I'm going to go Hideki. Ricky Fowler going through swing changes minus 125 against Scotty Scheffler, who's even money. Greg, I, I'm such a big fan of Scotty. I'm surprised we've not seen him at the top of more leaderboards. Yeah, I, I agree. It has been a little surprising. I'm going to go Scotty because I, I do like his upside a lot. And I'm, um, I, I just have my doubts about Ricky Fowler. I'm not going down that rabbit hole today, but um, yeah, I'm going to go Scotty. <laughs> I do have this take where, if Ricky wasn't a rocket mortgage guy, he just wouldn't be here. He's going like missed three out of four cuts. It's not going great. He's got to show up and and do the, the, what is it? Uh, dog and pony show for the spot. Like I'm, I'm kind of out on Ricky. Let's give me, give me Scotty Kyle. Yeah. I love Shuffler. Uh, I think super undervalued here. Good number. Love it. This one. I was probably most surprised JT Poston significant favorite at minus minus one thirty eight versus Bubba Watson plus one ten. Uh, Mr. Kyle. Yeah. Poston, where did he put, he played well, what uh, RBC heritage, RBC heritage. The first two weeks, I think he played well. I think he missed the cut last week. What was it like a T21 and a T10 or something? That sounds right. I think, I think Bubba here at plus plus one ten. I, I don't know. I mean, it, I, I, Bubba hasn't been like, you know, top 15 guy in the world, but yeah, I, I, I kind of like the value there. I'll take Poston. I don't love it. He went T10 at Charles Schwab, T8 at RBC before he missed the cut, Greg. I'll, I'll take Poston. I'm not a big bubble guy. Yeah, uh, I'm going to take Poston as well. Not a bubble course. Rick, we talked about this a little bit um, <laughs> yeah. with Jordan Spieth yesterday. And if it's not a bubble course, Without you me? wonder, is he going to... We are allowed to do that. <laughs> Every once in a while. Sorry we didn't tell you. Um, but yeah, it was... Uh, <laughs> He, you, you wonder if he's going to give it, it doesn't always feel like he's going to give it your all. If it's not going his way, he doesn't like the course. He seem he can get into some attitudes where he seems like he's complaining a lot. I'm not saying he's not trying, but you get the sense that he's not, you know, grinding the way some of these other guys do. So I, I'm going to take posting, but I, I really, I don't like this one at all. I would, I'd be staying away from this one. What if he does that on the the uh, Wednesday match? Like it's going poorly after four <laughs> holes, <laughs> and then he's like, ah, "I'm I'm good, guys." He starts ripping Ted Scott, like blowing him up. Uh, yeah, we'll know we'll know the winner of this matchup like Thursday morning. By the way, because if it goes sour for Bubba, it's not coming back. Uh, Lucas Glover minus one ten. Brendan Todd minus one ten. I'll take Lucas Glover. Uh, if you want to talk just like one round, you you could not find two diverging situations here glover i think shot a 63 on sunday at uh travelers and brendan todd we know what he did greg yeah this is uh, um spoiler alert my best bet of the week uh, i'm gonna go Ooh. glover here I'm, i just look at brendan todd and the makeup of his game is great but that was about as um difficult around as you can face and there's got to be some some sort of a emotional kind of hangover from that. So I'm very worried about Brendan Todd for this week. I think it'll take a little time to shake off that round. Um, so not feeling great about it. And, 
you know, I, I, I like Glover a lot. That's probably why it's my best bet. I'm, I really think Glover is going to have a good week. So I'm going to go Lucas Glover here. Yeah, wow. same. I got, I got Glover. He's three straight top 25, same as Victor <laughs> Hovland, but he's he not so good. Yeah. I mean, just, just flushes it, just lights out. So yeah, I, I like him here. Clean sweep for the glove. Uh, Will Gordon minus one ten versus Maverick McNeely minus one ten. Kyle, I believe I know where you're going here. Yeah, I like Gordon. Uh, McNeely might be part of that that uh, fifteen class as well. There's some just. I feel like that that might be one that we look back on like eleven, the JT and and Spieth one and Berger, and it's like wow, that was that was unbelievable. But yeah, I like I like Will Gordon. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna agree with that. I, I like Will Gordon here. I think he's really good um and i I think we're going to start to get to know him uh, over the coming weeks i will i was trying to find out what year he graduated i think you're right um i will make a clean sweep of will gordon i like um i like you know a little hungry little hungry guy go out there win some money will let's do it uh doc redmond minus 110 versus brent snedeker minus 110 talk about two different situations here doc redmond has been the okay if you only want to look at the last seven rounds on tour, Doc Redman has been like the best player on the tour, T to green. Brant Snedeker, on the other hand, um, relied on five strokes gained last week. I think he lost like six on approach. These guys could not be going in opposite directions. Give me all the Doc Redman, Greg. Yeah, I, I think I like Doc Redman too. He came in second last year, which, um, you know, you have one sample size. So that, that's why he's in a matchup with... Bryson DeChambeau, you have, uh, I'm sorry, listen to me, Brant Snedeker. He you you only have Bryson one. Too. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm going to go Doc Redman here. He's hitting it great. Like you said, he's starting to really get uh, garner some confidence. And I don't have confidence in Brant Snedeker's swing just yet. I think he's got a little bit of work to do still. But, you know, as they say, a, a great putter is a match for anybody. So this isn't one that I'm running towards, but I, I'm, I'm siding with Doc Redman. KP? Yeah, the doctor. It uh, feels like a sucker bet because he finished T2 last year, but it's not because he's playing really well. And so it's almost like a, it's a weird like two-way thing that you have to like dig deep, but then go even deeper to see what's going on. This one's really interesting. Kurt Kitayama, who Monday qualified, and we didn't get a chance to talk about this, Greg, because he wasn't in, even in the field when we did the DFS preview. Yeah, he's a he's, high, high price point, He's right? $8,100 on DraftKings. That has got to be the highest price for a Monday qualifier ever. Uh, and he's going up against Rory Sabatini in this matchup, both of them minus 110. Do you like a side? I like Sabatini. Um, now, you watch out. The, the Monday qualifier here could be, could get really hot in Kurt yeah. Kitayama. But, uh, but Rory Sabatini is a guy I like for the week. He came in tied third last year he's striking the ball nicely I, yeah i'm gonna go i'm gonna go rory sabatini i think he's set up for another good week i i do also like rory sabatini this week however I, i'm gonna take the monday hot hand here you know you got to go pretty low to get into the to get to monday qualify i'll, I'll go with kitayama what do you say kp last year monday qualifiers finished one two although i guess lashley didn't technically monday qualify he played no. in the monday qualifier he was third and alternate and then he got in as an alternate. So that's interesting. I'm still going Rory because I pick Rory every week and I'm just taking a different one this week. <laughs> <laughs> I did not see that coming. Okay. <laughs> All right. Here's what uh, Christian Bezoidenhut 
uh, minus one twenty five <clears throat> versus Harold Varner the third. I'm pretty shocked at this, Greg. Uh, that's a steep number. I mean, Bazoyden who was playing, he was playing fine before the shutdown, but uh, pretty big number against HV three. Yeah, I, I I like HV three here. Um, we're going to be talking about him again later on in the show, but it, it, Harold Varner the third is striking it really nicely. I got some of his numbers here. He's twenty first off the tee this year. 25th approaching the green 14th tee to green this year the uh, the putter needs a little bit of work but i mean the guy's hitting 70 percent of his greens regulation hitting it great and he's learning he's continuing to put himself into these situations uh where where he's feeling the pressure and he's learning from it and i, I think he's due he's kind of getting himself uh, a lot of confidence so i, I like hv3 this week this is one that i feel like vegas knows more than me when they drop a line like this yeah I'm like that that's weird because I also feel the same way about Varner, but I'm going to take Bezoidenhut because I think maybe they know something I don't. KP. Yeah, I'm I'm with you, Bezoidenhut. I, I don't love Varner. I mean, I, I like him per, like as a person. I just, I don't I don't know. I, I don't love his game. Bezoidenhut's got three top 30s in his last four starts. Of course, that dates back like five months or whatever. Um, I don't know. I, I like him here this week. Last one. Uh, and you can see how how deep this field is. Siwoo Kim minus one ten versus Brandon Grace minus one ten. These two, what Grace has the lowest round in a major ever, and Siwoo what won the players. So they've got like some things on their resume too. Uh, we'll start with you, KP. Are you ready, or do you want to? No, no, no. I, I I always I always pick Siwoo. I I have I have a Siwoo soft spot. I uh, in, 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 here's the thing, and. <clears throat> you know, we talk about this, but like pedigree, resume, all that stuff. You're like, I mean, who, who's, who has a better buried resume or pedigree than Siwoo Kim? He's probably, he's like 23, right? 24. Maybe he's won the players. He's won two or three times. I, I'm just a sucker for it. Even though he's missed like four of his last five cuts. Uh, he finished T11 last week. I'll take the talent. I'll go with Siwoo. Yeah, I'm I'm a little worried. It's it's very streaky talent. Um and and it has been through the majority of his career for Siwoo Kim. He's kind of one of those boomer bust um trick or treat as I like to say kind of players. Brendan Grace I think is a little more steady. So I I'm, I'm going to take the steady guy here. Um but Siwoo could I mean he could prove you wrong. He's the kind of guy that the talent KP's mentioning there. He could win the tournament. And and, and you'd be surprise coming in based on his form but not based on his his abilities um but yeah i'm gonna go with the steady player here in brendan grace if siwoo wins the tournament i will do the uh remember when spieth saying uh siwoo shaking that ass at the yeah. uh at the 17 president's cup i'll sing that on sunday night deal deal if siwoo wins it <laughs> okay well then i will also take siwoo so i can root for that uh he did <laughs> He was he was fourth uh, fourth last week in strokes gain tee to green and you know I'm a sucker for that so I'll take Siwoo as well gentlemen time for our expert picks I think we can go through these pretty quickly because we've kind of alluded to a lot of them so we'll start with our sleepers mine is also uh, HV three Greg we've talked about HV three a lot he gained like seven strokes on approach last week I I like the idea. Unfortunately, of him having to build all this scar tissue with um, close calls and failures on the weekend, but that will eventually help him. So he he is my sleeper this week as well. Yeah, I agree. And and when you hear him talk about it, it doesn't feel like scar tissue to him. You know, you watch players and their body language out there, and there are sometimes when it feels like 
that it really hurts. Like I was looking at Brendan Todd last week, Xander Shoffley after uh, the Charles Schwab challenge. And I felt I, I could see a little, a little hurt in there. It's hard to explain. It's hard to like put a number two, but you could just see it with Harold Varner the third. He carries himself so nicely and you hear what he has to say in interviews and he understands that it's a process and he's working towards it. So uh, I, I love his numbers this week and I think he's uh, a player that's on the rise. So I'm going to go Harold Varner the third as my sleeper as well. And we'll get to see him on Wednesday, see how good his game looks. KP? That's right. Uh, I've got Will Gordon. Uh, it feels like, you know, just the way he played last week, if he's a bigger, I don't know, if he's a bigger name, it seems like he should be more like 50 or 60 to one this week coming in. Uh, yeah. But he's at 80, and I, I, I really like that number. I just think, I mean, we keep saying it, but I just think he's really good. Like, I, I, I that's just <laughs> the corner that I'm on is Will Gordon's really good at golf. And... Maybe it doesn't pan out like that, but 80 to one, I, I think that's worth it. Top 10 pick. Uh, I usually go deeper here and find somebody like six and a half, 10 to one, something like that. I'm just going with Bryson. Uh, I mean, if you're, if we usually call this top 10 lock. And if you want to lock it up, I mean, Bryson has done nothing but top tens. And I don't know how that stops this week in a weaker field, Greg. Yeah, I understand your point. I almost went the same way as you. Um, but I just, I, I just wonder, is this going to go, I feel like we're kind of at a crossroads here where for Bryson, it's going to have, he's going to have a great week in winter. He's going to have a not so great week and it'll be, you know, a, a probably a T20 is probably his floor right now. So I, I don't know where he's going to go. I'm going to go Victor Hovland. I think Victor Hovland's on the rise. We talked about his TD green play, so we don't need to spend too much time on it, but I think he's fixing for a real good week. Yeah, I agree. I, I wanted to pick Hovland to win. I saw that Rick picked him, and I didn't want to just <clears throat> copy Rick, which I usually end up doing anyway. But um, Hovland's lost strokes, a lot of strokes, on the greens in two of the last three weeks. And in the week he gained strokes, it was like .003. I mean, it was just it, it was like right at field average. And yet his his spot on the leaderboard continues to improve. He goes from T23 to T18 to T11 last week. And he was terrible putting last week. He was so bad with the putter. Uh, I really, really like him this week as, as uh, not only a top 10 guy, but potentially to win. Okay. Well, he is my pick to win. And the, the dirty little secret is if you're the first to reply in the email chain or in the doc, <laughs> you get to pick whoever you want. So I jump in first and pick whoever I want. And then when I get in there and see someone else has a pick in there, I'm like, Oh crap. Now I got to change my pick to somebody else. So Victor Hovland was my, uh, my choice one. Uh, Greg, where did you go for your pick to win? I think I was last in there. Um, so I, I had kind of, I saw where you guys were going. <laughs> I was last in there and I went, I went Webb Simpson. Nobody, <laughs> nobody took him. And I, I think the guy's playing great comes off kind of a unique situation last week where he's unable to play, but it's clear that the game is in great form. And I think the situation with him withdrawing at the travelers kind of takes away from a little bit of the spotlight of him winning, at the RBC Heritage, it kind of takes the spotlight off of him a little bit. And it, the spotlight this week seems to be more on Bryson. Victor Hovland is definitely getting a lot of attention as well. And Webb's just kind of laying low there. And I think this is another golf course that's going to suit his game really well. Uh, and I think he's going to have a great week and get a second win in a row. You still have him available in your one and done, Greg? I, I don't think so. No, I'm going to have to go somewhere else. I'm probably going to go... Spoiler alert, Tyrrell Hatton. Mm. 
Haddon Haddon worries me because he's living at that like three strokes gained around deal, and you're like, is he, is Haddon like Tiger two thousand? Like what's going on here? Like you is know, that the, sustainable? No, the numbers are ridiculous? They're ridiculous. But it, I feel like I can't. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll go. I, I haven't decided yet. I might go somebody a little bit. Yeah, you know, no, I'm not letting you guys talk me off the. I'm not trying to talk you. You just, you just asked. Uh, that was more. <laughs> <laughs> last time, last time I had this conversation with, we were discussing it. I had my eye on that, and he comes in like tied third, and I, I, I let you guys unintentionally, I'll admit, unintentionally talk me off. I went with Patrick Reed who missed the cut, so I think I'm going to stick with my guns this week. Hopefully, it doesn't uh, bite me. But yeah, it hadn't been ridiculously good. So uh, His... why stop now? His season, if it ended right now, would be the fourth best strokes gain season ever. I looked that up. Yes. What is he? First approach, first putting, thirty-third <clears throat> off the tee, off the top of my head. It's it's ridiculous. It's yeah, wild. It's, it's been it's been unreal. I'm going with uh, with Pat Reed. I don't feel great about it because a lot of his a lot of his num a lot of his strokes gain numbers recently have been with the putter. It's a little bit who he is, so I'm not super concerned about it, but. I don't know. I just he he kind of stood out to me in a week where there's just not a lot of stars and big names. Um, he played. Where did he play well? He played well at Colonial. Uh, so three weeks ago. Um, so I don't know. I I don't. I'm not like. You know, fired up about picking Patty Reed this week, but that's who I'm going with. I am going with Hovland and, and our one and done though. I I love that you guys are telling me who you're going with in the one and done. Um. Uh, yeah. I don't. I don't know why. I'm doing that. <laughs> well, I saw that you both don't have. Patrick Reed left. I did check that uh, real quick on best bets and we'll get out of here. I'm taking doc Redmond as a top five American. Think about that. Top five American. He might win the golf tournament. Might be just top five, might be what? top five American seven and a half to one. Oh, that's a good number. It's a really good number. Yeah. Might win the golf tournament. Yeah. That's, that's great. I like that a lot. Uh, just a lot of Americans. That's my only word. There, there's, course. you know, so I, it worries me a little, it worries me a little bit. There's you, a lot of you, Americans on the PGA Tour. That is a tank, no in this event. In this event, look, I'm I'm just saying you you. There's a chance you could come in. He could come in sixth place, play a great week, and you could lose that bet. But I mean, it, it it's a good number. It's a good bet. It's just Greg, you you teased yours. Uh, so you took one of our matchups. Which one was yeah. it? Yeah, uh, it was Lucas Glover over Brendan Todd. I'm worried about Brendan Todd, and I think Glover's. I think you're looking at a at kind of guys going in opposite directions. Lucas Glover's on the way up. Brendan Todd's kind of, I think he's feeling a little down. I'm a little worried about him. All right. Uh, Kyle, you, you do not have one in the outline, so I have no idea where you're going right now. No, I don't. I don't have one, but I did. I did write this for CBSSports.com. I like, and these are dumb bets. I realize that I'm not, I'm just admitting that, but I like the Bryson or Victor Hovland to win. And I think it was four to one. You get either, either of them to win. Yeah, you get either yeah. one of that's like doing like a like a eighteen parlay in college football, isn't it? Or you could do I saw you can do exact placing like Bryson one, Hovland two, and it's like ninety to one or something like that. Wow. I kind of like that. <laughs> so like the opposite where you either get both of them or you have to pick the exact the exacta. Real quick, can I give a shout out to my favorite group I've ever seen on a in a PGA tour event? Sure. Yeah. Matthew Wolf. CT Pan, the bread man, and VJ Singh are all in a group together. Wow. <laughs> That's incredible. That's got everything. That is pretty <laughs> yeah. wild, actually. There was one. So the Hovland group's great. It's Hovland, uh, 
Oh man, I just had it. Who's he playing with? Oh, I saw it. I it's don't so know. good. Hold on, I have it. Right While now. you're looking it up, VJ is 35 years older than Matthew Wolf. That's wild. That's insane. Victor Hovland, HV3, West Bryan, baby. West Bryan oh, back. Go. What a what it. a great dark horse this week. Do you so think, is Matthew Wolf? Do you think Hovland will be the longest guy in that group or no? Yeah. That's a, that's a yeah. joke. That's a joke. I do. Because I, I think I'm longer than Wes Bryan. <laughs> I had it like 240. You might be uh, longer than, than HV, too. Oh, man. All right. I haven't played in a while. I've been in quarantine. Uh, all right, gentlemen. That'll do it. This episode of the First Cut Rocket Mortgage Preview. Don't forget, you can check out the Rocket Mortgage this week on CBS at 3 o'clock Eastern. Watch on CBSSports.com, the CBS Sports app, or through all of your connected devices. Let me thank Greg Ducharme. You can find him on Twitter at TheRealGFD. Let me thank Kyle Porter. You can find him on Twitter at Kyle Porter CBS. I'm Rick Gaiman. You can find me on Twitter at Rick Run Good. This has been the First Cut. We'll catch you next time.